Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Yes Perfect Podcast. Today we're having pretty much a Disney Marvel episode, if that's anything new. Uh, guess what? More movies got moved, and there's been some Marvel news. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We got the crew with us today. Will, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Tired work was kind of in today, so whatever. What about you, Vinny? How you doing? You know what? I'm doing okay. I mean, school's been kind of being an asshole lately but you know other than that it's been pretty damn good and matt what about you i'm all right you know there's really nothing new going on but we're making we're making life work i have a follow-up question for Vinny and his asshole school uh what type of asshole is it like uh elephant asshole is it like a lion asshole is it like a fish asshole i just want to know which kind of asshole it is welcome to the yes perfect podcast the podcast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when we talk about assholes when we, when we talked about assholes specifically in this instance it's bleached and not in a good way nice jesus <laughs> all right moving on as moving you can tell next. this is not the family friendly podcast that you might have expected <laughs> we never were and Vinny is on the planet robotron uh no, so god damn right i am so you guys want to get into this uh mulan which was a disney plus premiere access film that came out what a month ago has it been a month i think so month hold on mulan premiere early september right? not access price that's what september access. 6th i think so yeah so september out, 4th september 4th okay so it's been actually straight up a year month yeah oh, it's been a year yeah. uh but, so yeah. basically Movie came out on Disney Plus. People who had Disney Plus had premiere access with a premium so that Disney could recoup the theatrical um, funds, of course, because it didn't make it to theaters. Because Disney obviously needs more money. Sorry for cutting you off. Yeah. So it's now coming to digital, Voodoo, Google Play, iTunes, Movies Anywhere, whatever streaming or digital platform you have. Uh, it's also most likely going to get a f- physical release. And people are pissed. Like, people are actually pissed off at this. Heated. Big heated. As someone who paid for Mulan, I knew I was paying for premium access to watch the movie early. Now, if I wanted to own the film, I could have waited a month. But I don't really care to own the film. I have Disney+. Plus. I don't know when I'm going to get rid of Disney Plus, so it doesn't really bother me. And what? It's coming to Disney Plus December 4th? December 4th. It'll be part of the Disney catalog is what they called it, which I think is just hilarious. Cool. I I could have probably waited a month or more to see this film. It's no big deal. But what, what do you guys think about this? Do you think people have the right to be heated about this? I, I mean, they have the right, but do you think they should be? I I get why they're mad, but... Uh, as someone who watched it in a nice social distance group, I didn't pay $30. I paid like $5, which was great. Um, I don't know. I knew it was not a Disney Plus exclusive because it would have been hard marketed to that if they said it. But at the same time, when it came out, it was 30 bucks to watch it right now, which was a PVOD, which is like all of them. But my big thing was, okay, you pay 30 bucks and you can watch it until it becomes free for everyone. So it's basically, the way I did it is I did math. 
you know, Matt, I know it's not Star Wars math if you watch the last episode. Uh, is I did the math where it's okay. So if you want to go see in a theater, and let's 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 uh let's let's uh put a story to it. You take your hot date to the theater to watch Mulan because you know you had nothing else to do during a normal year, not quarantined. And you're probably looking at it was marketed for thirty bucks. If you assume the tickets are probably what thirteen, fourteen, fifteen a pop. Yeah. Unless you like have the free tickets, which if you're like a millennial, they're sitting around your house all the time. And then you're probably looking at food and drinks, and if again, like I said, you have a hot date, dinner beforehand. So for thirty bucks during quarantine, up until if you're watching it by yourself, if you're a diehard Disney fan, it wasn't worth it to buy it right now. Which is why my group of friends and I said, well, let's all watch it so we all don't have so one person pays thirty, and we all just played that one person divided by however many we watched it. But the idea that people are heated because it's not a Disney Plus exclusive forever, I can see it. But at the same time, they almost need to realize that Disney parks in California aren't open. Some parks around the world aren't open. Like there's layoffs at Disney, like hella casts were laid off at the same time. People got yeah, laid off. something ridiculous. And at the same time, you know what big companies like? Money! So let's send it a month after its premiere access release, which is very important wording, to all the other streaming so we can get even more money. And then when everyone realizes that they've seen it, because you know everyone's going to see it in the next two months, it's going to be free and then it's going to be old news. So I can see why they're upset on the fact that it's now available for everyone. But at the same time, they couldn't just open it up to everyone right at the beginning and on Disney Plus. If that makes sense. Yeah, I I think that's the big thing. This was never marketed as exclusive to Disney Plus. This it was, was just. It, this was just early access, thirty dollars. Watch it early. Watch it as many times as you want before it's available to all Disney Plus members, or before it goes to streaming. In which people can pay $30 for the basically digital version that people can own of this film. Or you can wait for the DVD to come out most likely in a month or two at Best Buy or Target or wherever you want to pick it up and own it physically. Like, you know. But I I think the big thing, because I I know you mentioned Disney Parks money and stuff. The movie division is kind of hurt right now because all these movies they had planned to come out this year haven't come out the only one that's come out is mulan new mutants onward is that it uh, i feel like that's it probably well and new mutant isn't disney new mutant is sony i believe it's fox it's it's uh technically yeah but i think that was more just like get out of the way so i mean uh, that's the only movie they've made money on this year besides mulan and onward yeah but um i don't know it sucks but i i get i get why they're doing it i get why they're selling it because they need to make the money that they lost that'll make the money back so yeah i get why people are complaining but kind of expected it i mean movies are 30 dollars as it is at target digitally so Guys, come on. 
Vinny, what do you what do you think about this? Did you expect it? I mean, I wasn't really paying attention to this whole thing, so it's whatever to me. Like, obviously, people can get mad, but I'm not exactly the empathetic one who's supposed to be like, "Oh yeah, I understand why they get mad." No, uh, in all honesty, it's stupid. It's a fucking movie. Like, is this really worth getting mad over? That's all I really need to say. Is it worth it? People people need to stop acting like this is like a highway robbery by Disney because it's not. You knew what you were paying for, and that's what you got. So I think you should stop complaining because, I mean, they're not going to change anything. You spent your money. Congrats. That's all I kind of got to say. I mean, I feel like if you read the text, you knew what you were paying for. I mean, it was... And it was like the first trial of anything. They're releasing mm-hmm. a theatrical movie digitally for people to access early on a brand new streaming platform. Don't know what else they, they expected. Yeah, oh, yeah I, let's I don't just know. get Mulan for 30 bucks. That's it. Why not? It's like, you know how easily that movie was pirated and spread around? Like, Disney lost a lot of fucking money on this film. So they're going to try and reclaim all that money somehow. I don't blame them. Now, with Mulan not being exclusive to Disney+, Plus, today Disney announced that Soul will be a Disney Plus exclusive starting December 25th. So Soul will be coming to Disney Plus exclusively on Christmas Day. Does that mean we will not get any physical release for no a while? No physical release of Soul, ever. Ever or for a while? Because Netflix has released some of their movies I mean, uh, to DVD, to Blu-ray. Maybe we will. But also, we mm-hmm. haven't seen anything like The Mandalorian get a digital or, I mean, a physical release yet. I, but I think they're, Which I I think they're waiting. Season. It's only been one season. Yeah. Um... Netflix, they had the Breaking Bad movie, maybe 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's next month. It's coming to Blu-ray in oh, like nice. a really cool steel book. So I think what Disney will do is put Soul out there, Disney Plus exclusive, two years down the line, um, DVD, Blu-ray release, 4K release. And I think they're going to do that with Mandalorian and some of their more popular Disney Plus shows and movies. Like High School I think- Musical, The Musical, The Series? Yeah, high school. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of these will be Disney Plus exclusives until a few years, and then they're going to be like, okay, special Blu-ray release. Go get it for this limited time. I think. Sorry, I I meant to cut you off, but as you said, special. Does anyone remember when you used to watch an old Disney film? They'd be like, out of the vaults. You know what I mean? One of those doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they'll be doing that. I mean, I I think that's the thing. And I think it's great that it's going to be a Disney Plus exclusive exclusive for a while because if you have this um, subscription, it's free. Unlike Mulan, where you had to pay, it's free. So, I mean, that's a plus. I, I think it sucks for Disney. Like, I know it's like, oh, Disney's a major corporation. It's like, yeah, but they're... There's a lot of jobs like the people at Pixar who were getting paid to make this film. And this film's funds would fund the next Pixar film and the one after that. So this is obviously going to hurt them a bit. 
but I think it's cool that they are releasing it for free on Disney Plus after the backlash they got with Mulan. <laughs> so I yeah. think it was kind of expected, but I didn't like I kind of expected the film to move digitally at some point, but I was still hoping it was going to get that November 20th release that was holding on to. <laughs> My thing is like, would this movie have done as good as Onward would have? Because I don't know. I feel like a lot of people looked at Onward as like a film to go to, or this one, like you didn't hear much. And I know a lot of it, like a lot of the information came out during the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they would have made as much money as they would have with Onward with this movie. See, for for me, out of Onward and Soul, Soul was the the one that kind of caught my attention more. It felt more Pixar-y to me. So it, it was one of the films where I'm like, you know, I need to go see that. Now, I, yeah. I went and saw Onward, and God, it's such a good movie. If you haven't That's seen it already, movie. it's on Disney+. Plus. Yes, like, give Disney your money so... to watch it for, what, $7? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, I feel like Soul could have made a good amount of money. They probably would have made a billion. Um, right? I mean... Every Pixar movie for a long time has made just around the $1 billion mark. So, I mean, it would have made a lot of money saying all this wasn't going on. But I don't know. I think it's a good move because we have The Mandalorian coming this month. We have WandaVision coming soon. The High School Musical Holiday Special coming soon. So they're getting people to jump back onto this uh, streaming service. They're getting people to renew their uh, subscription have people come back who maybe canceled in the beginning of the year just because nothing was there. They're going to start getting people to come back. And I think this movie is a push towards um, getting people to sign up again or getting new people to sign up. Oh, yeah, The Lion King. Oh, yeah, Lion King. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. Will. Will finally watch Lion King. Which no one knows about because he never posted the episode. That was last week when we said... Because Lion King 2 was announced that they're working on it. Which me and Vinny... I want to say bashed it hard, but we bashed it hard. Uh, okay, there's moments in the original movie that I think they could have just recycled and it would have been fine. Yes, it had the Disney magic more than Mulan will ever have. I don't know if that's the idea, but it did have that Disney feel. Was I quoting part of the movie, the original movie, during the new movie scenes? Yes. Totally. When uh, Pumba is running around and says, "You talking to me?" I did that whole scene in my head. I, mu- I actually, I think I remember it was super late at night. I muted the TV and said, "You talking to me?" And I did that whole thing. <laughs> uh, Timon and Pumba singing with old Simba and he's harmonizing was a very good like side, like couple seconds to where they're just like ad libbing, like, "Oh look, now he's harmonizing. Great." Like there's there's little moments where I think the actors fell a more leeway, and then there's moments where I'm like, you should have been very precise. Also, for full disclosure, I skipped Mufasa dying completely, <laughs> completely skipped that scene. Yeah, like as soon as baby Simba go. No. no, as soon as soon as I saw Simba and uh, Scar in the gorge, I skipped ahead. Instantly skipped ahead. So the only time I saw Mufasa die, right at the end, when Scar is shit-talking Simba, and then they get the whole flashback scene. The only time I've seen it. 
Did I want Mufasa's face in the clouds? Yes. Did Rafiki hit Simba with a stick? No. But did he beat up on hyenas with a stick? Yes. And I'm fine with that. I think that's an okay trade for specific things. Did some of the songs with Beyonce and uh, Donald, Donald Glover, Glover feel weird? Yes. Did they harmonize awkwardly at times? Yes. Did, can Seth Rogen sing? No, but it's almost comical the fact that he can't. Yeah, what do you think about Timon and Pumbaa? I know you're critical of Timon and Pumbaa. So, I've only, I've watched the movie via YouTube clips. So, whatever the YouTube clips I've seen, which is almost all of, like, the singing ones. I watched most of, not most of the movie. I watched, when it came up in conversation, I would watch the clip. Yeah. And watching the whole scene felt more natural to where they were going with the songs if that makes sense Mm -hmm. to where the clips is just like them talking and then like three seconds later they're back in the song and the problem is i love the original timon voice i love him as timon it's so good it's so good it makes the character for me i think that's the it'd be like it's like after who voiced after kevin conroy's bat Was it is it what the Batman is the last is the next one? I think so. I have I have no idea. Was it or was it um, what, what was was the no, Batman the the, the Batman was two thousand four. That was the one with uh, hmm. The Batman was the one that was uh, what call it with Kevin Michael Richardson as Joker. Hmm. It wasn't Batman the animated series. That was always Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Are you talking about the one where it's like future Batman? No, not Batman Beyond. Okay, I was trying to remember what that was called. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. I'm gonna send you the IMDb real fast. It's this one, minus the plus on accident. It's the one that was a completely different art style. It's Reno Romano. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, which I don't mind his voice, but it took me a little bit to get over it. I mean, yeah, it's a different voice to a popular character, so of course yeah, it's going to take yeah. a little bit. So, but I mean, it was okay. Would I have gone to see it in theaters knowing beforehand that they basically gutted everyone in the cast? No, mostly because I didn't love the casting choices, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, what do you think about their line delivery? There's what? a couple lines that seem really stale when they shouldn't have been. Right. The, like, side characters in when uh, Simba goes and hangs out with Timon and Pumbaa in this random rainforest in the middle of Africa makes total sense. The Oasis, yeah. Yeah. Like, the characters getting more screen time, I think, is okay. I don't know. It's it's weird. See, for me, like, Mufasa felt like he was asleep. (laughs) Yeah. There wasn't as much emotion in his voice. That I thought he was going to have. But to it could be the fact that I'm older. <laughs> it could totally be the fact that I'm older and it's not the same. You know what I mean? Like I have a vision for no, the movie, and no. unfortunately, it's stuck as like the animated vision. No, we'll know. just we'll just watch Lion King, and we'll just be like, "Ah, uh, what a relief, emotion." <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, the way it looked visually was a little weird at times with the. Uh, like the how the mouth moves, yeah. but like when they show like the horizon or they show 
the Oasis. That looked extremely well done. Yeah, they they did a really good job with the visuals. It's just the the emotion and like how they convey everything. It just doesn't work for me. <laughs> That's because we're used to the cartoon where like eyes would pop out of sockets or they would like scream and you'd see the uh uvula fall on the back so you know they were you know what I mean? There was a couple times where I'm like, that's not how that sounds. That's not how the lips move when you make that sound. Well, that's how a lion's lips move, okay? I guess, yeah, I don't know. It was a little, yeah, a little weird. But I don't know, like, was it the best movie? No. When I watched over Mulan? No. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's really bad. I feel so bad about saying because I really didn't enjoy Mulan. This movie gave me the feel. I was just wanting to watch the original movie right after it. Like I, it's like halfway through, I'm like, I'd much rather watch the original movie. Like I, I get what you're saying though. The thing is, Mulan at least does something different with the source it's, material. The well, Lion King's new. a carbon copy with bland. It's just bland. You it, know what it, they did? It, it's not Lion as good King as the original. Is a perfectly perfect chocolate muffin. Yes. And, the, and New Lion King is a muffin. But it's brand. It's a Seven Eleven brand chocolate no, muffin. No, no, no! Don't don't throw Seven Eleven under the bus. It's just a very boring brand muffin. It went from chocolate muffin, the ones you get at I think Costco or like the hella big ones Ooh. that you put in the microwave. For you like have 50, my attention. And you put them in the microwave <laughs> for like five, ten seconds. They're like the best thing ever at three a.m. Fun fact: it really is. And then you went yeah. from like the really lame Costco like brand poppy seed ones or whatever the ones they have. And you're just like, why? Why did we buy these? There's perfectly good chocolate ones right there. I swear and that's that's... <laughs> we compare movies to food a lot. I think yeah, this is like and... the second time. Just point yeah. it out. <laughs> you could use words or you can make them visualize it. Come on, I'm a visual learner. So listening to stuff and like hearing what people have to say and, and painting a picture is a lot more what I would like to listen to. So I like to and everyone likes food because you know food's great. You only you only mostly need it to live. Mostly. Yeah, I don't know. I think I gave what Mulan a seven out of ten because I know more people you would did, like yeah. it, but I didn't like it. Like personally, Mulan was like a it's a four or five. This one's the same four or five. So I don't know. I guess Mulan's a five. This is a four. I don't know. Like I didn't love it. I enjoyed High School Musical, the musical, the series more, which is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm gonna hop. I'm gonna hop out. I gotta go think of what I'm gonna do to make the black pan the the black pink stands all pissed <laughs> off this time. So, um, should I just plug my shit now, or should I have somebody plug, plug it? Plug in your now? shit. Just plug it now. Plug your shit. So I'm gonna plug it now. All right. So on Twitch, you can find me at True Random Dumbass. I, I I do streams, I guess. Sometimes, not really. Uh, YouTube at SRD. I I uh, apparently go be disrespectful over to musicians over there, which I'm totally not. But whatever. And, and I and I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at SRD on YT. I'm just trying to wrap through this quickly. It's a whole bunch of opinions and a whole bunch of shit. Anyway, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, blast some Van Halen and West go work indeed. on some homework. Rip in peace, Eddie Van Halen. We love you. And you can, go for, you can go find his channel at youtube.com slash SRD on YT. That's a simple way just, to find I thought it was I thought it was uh, youtube.com slash SRD. I thought it's SRD on YT. No, I don't think so. Let's find out. It's on YT. I think it's on YT. I think it's on YT. 
SRD on my T. You right, you right, you See? right. So go follow right. Vinny. Get get him up to two hundred subscribers, please. Yeah, so we can stop hearing about it. Smile. <laughs> okay, guys. So we are head into Marvel. We are head into the multiverse right now. Um, what should we start off with? Should we go with Thor, or should we go Spider Man? No, do Thor first. Thor is the fastest because okay. Spider Man and Doctor Strange are like the same thing. So Natalie Portman was doing an interview and was asked about Thor Love and Thunder. And she brought up that they're heavily pulling from the Mighty Thor comic in which Jane Foster has cancer. And when she transforms into Lady Thor, her chemo gets like. It basically never happened. So when she comes back, the cancer is hurting her even more. So, like, she'll get treatments done, but when she becomes Thor, it just basically gets rid of the treatment. It hurts her. I'm just surprised that they're doing this in a Marvel movie. I just wonder how dark they're going to go with it. Well, like, you know, they won't go as dark as a DC film. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's just a very, like, it's a very interesting subject that Marvel hasn't tackled yet. You know, cancer. <laughs> well, so, they, they, it's not like they yeeted someone off to get the soul stone in the middle of a movie. I think yeah. cancer is going to be a little easier on everyone. I, I just want to see how they handle it. And I know they're going to do it well. Taika Taika's really good at doing heavier situations well. Like Jojo Rabbit, Nazi Germany. Like, he was able to make light of, like, he was able to keep a happy tone while being in Nazi Germany. So, pretty sure we can have a light tone while talking about cancer. It'll be interesting. What do you guys think? I I kind of expected them to go with this Lady Thor story of, like, Jane Foster suffering with cancer and, like, the whole struggle of that. But did you expect it? Uh, We knew Natalie Portman was coming back. Let's take that. Uh, We knew that from forever. I mean, I don't know that much. Again, I'm more of a DC person, so, like, Mm -hmm. if this was a DC storyline, I'd have more to do. But... I think it's interesting because I say this in the most respectful way. I think Thor has officially run its course in MCU. I think it's officially run its course. No. I don't think so. They kind of at the the end of Endgame, they kind of set up this whole new path for him to take and this whole new journey to start. I mean, I think we're going to get a. I think the Thor character is going to change a lot and it's going to be totally different from every other film he's been in. But I think there's still a lot they could do with the character. I feel the... I guess I understand, like, he did have his own kind of, like, moment he's gonna go on his journey. But I don't know. I feel like... You have no more Captain America movies. You have no more Iron Man movies. And you're gonna have, what, this is Thor 4? Well, yeah, but, I mean, basically, Thor got a reboot in Ragnarok. Yeah, which seemed weird i mean at the time the movie's great but looking back on it to reboot 
I mean, it worked perfectly. It obviously it worked perfectly because it was a great movie and it worked with the MCU timeline. But the problem is, is everything it just ended, so we don't know what's the next big bad. There's a lot of speculation on like twelve million people. It feels like we all know we're going to eventually Galactus, but I doubt they're going to do that right now. They're going to do a bunch of smaller guys, and then eventually they'll do Galactus, and then this will be over, and it'll be like a fifty-year-long journey, most likely. But I don't know, like. Thor, big journey, yeah, and then we're gonna bring back Natalie Portman, who was before Ragnarok, and then we're gonna do this storyline, and then Thor's supposed to be with Guardians of the Galaxy, and it just seems like everything's coming together, and Thor is, like, in five places at once, which almost seems like he doesn't need his own movies anymore, you know what I mean? Well, so Chris Hemsworth came out, and he says he's down to play Thor forever. He will play Thor till the day he dies like he loves his character so much so i can see thor sticking around for a long time and being the character we just see a bunch of now i think the big thing we're missing about this is how does mjolnir come back now oh Now, what I'm speculating is going to happen, since this takes place right before Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, I'm going to say Mjolnir falls out from another multiverse that we're going to see happen between WandaVision and Doctor Strange. A new Mjolnir is going to crash into Earth, in which Jane Foster will find and pick up and become Thor. Because think think of a movie where Thor is just like, yeah, I'm the only Thor. There can't be another Thor. Mjolnir's gone. So, like, I'm the only one. Think of him finding out that there's a Thor on Earth fighting crime, doing good deeds, and being very confused. Then to find out it's his old girlfriend that's now dying of cancer. It's going to get deep. It's going to get dark. You know? I don't know how lighthearted this film's going to be. Or, like, how much Jane Foster's going to be in the film, you know? Like, what what do you think? I I really think we're going to see... Obviously, we're going to get into this a little bit more in a minute. But Wanda is going to break open the multiverse at the end of WandaVision. And we're going to just see shit start flying into the MCU that's not supposed to be there. Like another Mjolnir. Or a couple Spider-Men. Or, <laughs> yeah, know. let's just hit that. Yeah, I know. Um, I could see it come through the multiverse right before... I don't know. It's so hard to think that we're going to get the multiverse before the multiverse has its own movie, which I can understand, but you're almost like, it has to be at the end of WandaVision. And then like Jane Foster shows up and like looks at it. And then that'll go into Thor or because what this comes before Dr. Strange. Yeah. Thor comes out right before Dr. Strange. So what's before Thor? It's WandaVision. Right, Spider-Man, I guess. Spider. So, here, here's the rumor that's going around, which I think makes complete sense with all the information we're getting. 
WandaVision is going to lead into Loki. Loki is going to lead right into Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is going to lead and show effects of the multiverse being cracked open in Thor Love and Thunder. And then it's going to go right into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So we're going to see the multiverse get opened. All the effects of it in these next couple films that take place in the timeline. Not Shang-Chi, not Black Widow, not Eternals. Because those take place at previous points in time. But Spider-Man, Thor, Doctor Strange, WandaVision, Loki... All being affected by this, and it all comes together in Doctor Strange, where he tries and solves this issue. So I think the next major arc we're getting is not going to be a villain, but the multiverse being cracked open and having to deal with all those ramifications. Like, another Mjolnir coming in, and someone else becoming Thor. You know, we're going to see all this havoc happen, like other villains. From all these different multiverses come in. I mean, come on. Jamie Foxx is coming in as Electro. Isn't that a little weird that he's going to be playing the exact same character he was in The Amazing Spider-Man? No. Right? It's it's not weird. So, uh, it's just going to be crazy. But I, I really think Mjolnir is going to fall out of the sky. We're going to see him like an end credit scene of like Spider-Man 3 or something. She's going to pick up the hammer, become Lady Thor. Boom, end credit scene. That's it. And then we'll see more in Thor Love and Thunder. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah, I'm down with that. That sounds about right. I still know how she'd be worthy. I mean, if it comes from a different multiverse, then maybe it has different rules than our Thor's hammer had, you know? Like, maybe it's just whoever holds the hammer possesses the power of Thor. Or something. I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. It really is. Matt, what do you think about this whole multiverse and like how it potentially could tie in right to Thor? Um for Thor it excites me because Ragnarok is one of my favorite Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and having Taika on as the director is great. And I think he'll do really good. Now, how it ties in, I don't know. I think you brought up a good point with the hammer dropping from like another uh, universe. But I, I don't know that Rag or Love and Thunder is the one that's really like sticking out like a Thor thumb. Where I'm like, how are they gonna do it exactly? Whereas like the other ones is like, it feels like we kind of have an idea, or at least like I don't know, just general knowledge of how it might play out. But this one has me kind of just questioning how they're going to do it. Okay, I I actually have a question. Do you think Rocket and Groot are going to be in Thor Love and Thunder? I Okay, I always thought that Guardian 3 was going to come out before Love and Thunder mm-hmm. until they obviously released the schedule. I mean, it'd be weird if they kind of just drop them off somewhere and be like, "Okay, bye." So I feel like someone's going to stick around or something's going to happen where the Guardians and Thor and maybe Rocket and Groot get separated. Right. So I don't know. It feels weird if they just kind of ditch. I'm like, okay, we're your ride. Okay, bye. Like, like it feels like they're setting up like a a new like um, team in a way. Like I feel like Rocket, Groot, and Thor is like a cool trio. I mean, we saw it in Infinity War. Obviously Rocket and 
Thor bonded through the blip and like Endgame. So it'd be interesting to see if they would be like a main character in the film or if they would just go off with the Guardians after dropping Thor off. Because I, I think that's the big thing. Why would the Guardians just drop Thor off and leave? It just seems a little weird to me. Will wait. Yeah. I've been reading a lot with the Molinier Oath. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like there's a scene in what uh, is the second Avengers? They all try to lift it. Age of Ultron, yeah, they all try to lift it, and Steve, like, obviously at the end he does lift it, and we all think he's just BSing, he tries to wiggle it to make Thor sweat, but obviously, yeah, I think he knows that he can lift it, and he just did it on purpose, because, you know, Captain America's kind of awesome like that, but then you get Vision, who obviously is one of the Infinity Stones, just pick it up, and like, hey, here you go. So, I don't know, like, you get her in Thor of the Dark World, to where she's back in Asgard. And you don't get a lot of, like, love for the people. You don't get a lot of, like, obviously, you know, she's being hunted. Obviously, it's a little hard to relax and have fun with your future in-laws, possibly, at the time. But to think it's going to come from another multiverse, yeeting itself through the sky to land somewhere. I'm assuming it has to land somewhere like the when they were in New Mexico where it made a giant crater, I assume it has to land like that. And I bet you, S.H.I.E.L.D. calls her in. And that's when she goes and, like, jacks with it, and eventually she just decides to lift it up, and that's when she comes. That's how I imagine her, like, lifting it up. Not so much it gets yeeted and she's chilling in her apartment having fucking chicken noodle soup, and just, like, knocks on the window like, hey, come touch me, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I imagine is because, I mean, after she left, there was, like, no, like, her character was, like, never spoken of again. Yeah, no. So I can imagine she comes in and lists it up. I can imagine the cancer thing not being pro- uh, prominent until almost, like, a third or halfway through the movie. I think it's going to be, like, the surprise thing of the movie. I think we're, I think the big thing the audience, the general audience won't know who Lady Thor is. They're gonna, the pull a, they're gonna pull a Mysterio? Yeah, and then we'll find out it is Jane. And it'll be like, wait, what? She has cancer? Like, it, it doesn't, like, all the healing stops once she becomes Lady Thor? Yeah, all the good and bad stuff leaves her body. Yeah. So, But isn't completely gone. It's like, no, because it comes back even harder. Yeah, even Norse god magic can't get rid of cancer. Yeah, I don't know. It seems seems like this, almost like the way you were saying, Joey, almost sets up the general, like, timeline, but, like, the general idea, like, the first thing you think of when you think of when this first got released. And I can see them just doing that, just to keep, just, you know, good old kiss, keep it simple, stupid. So I can see them doing this. Obviously, that's how many hours of filming to get that general line going. It's what, three movies? It's about 12 hours. Plus the whole WandaVision series. Who knows how many episodes that is. Just to get that general line to go. I could see it. Because, okay, I, I guess what we could hop into 
Oh, can I talk about one more? Yeah, I want to talk about one more thing. Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, he has Stormbreaker. Will will he appear in this movie? I think so. I feel like he's very likely to. I don't know who would play him, but I feel like he would. Because I was thinking, like, what if a portal opens, he falls through, or his mule near? I know he has, like, a different... Yes, he, he has Stormbreaker. Okay, he has Stormbreaker, but he also has Mjolnir, I think, at some point. He can maybe wield I'm wrong. Mjolnir. Yeah. Okay, maybe I, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I don't know. Maybe he appears somehow with like the whole multiverse or something like that. And then I was also thinking, I'm assuming we'll see um, Valkyrie in this movie or whatever. Her, is yeah, that her name? She, Valkyrie? She's yeah, Valkyrie. one of the main yeah. characters. She's looking for her queen. That's what we know. Okay. So I wonder if her and Jane will have some type of connection. That's what I was thinking. Like it, I mean, I, but also I don't know. Like, what if, if she, Jane goes to New Asgard looking for Thor, Thor, and then this mission goes with them too because she need she knows she needs Mjolnir. They go off looking for Thor and something like that. Maybe I I have no idea. I really don't know what to expect. Or maybe are you, thinking, are you thinking Thor: Love and Thunder is gonna be like uh? Chris Hemsworth Thor storyline with a Jane Foster Thor storyline, and then at the end they're just gonna like they're obviously whatever they're doing is just gonna come in, and then they're gonna basically be like, all right, big, bada bing, bada boom. Is that what you're guessing? That's what, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Like, there's gonna be the Thor that we know, and then Jane Foster Thor, and then maybe Beta Ray Bills in it somewhere. Like, I don't know. I think it's gonna be just a lot throughout it. Like, can what you imagine three hundred? Hold on, hold on. I want to say, can you imagine three hundred IQ Jane Foster becomes Lady Thor. Goes to New Asgard, not knowing at all where it is. <laughs> also, like, isn't all the people on the ship dead? Because didn't Thanos like kill everyone? Well, no, half of the people died. Half of people. Oh yeah, yeah, because New yeah New Asgard's that place. And yeah, okay, sorry. So I have an idea. So, what if Beta Ray Bill is being trained by Thor? What if he takes him as like a little mentor? Like, like, he becomes his mentor and is like, we're going to train you to be a new Thor. He's like, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. We, know, we know he's somewhere in the universe because during... Um, yeah, Ragnarok. When he, Ragnarok, he goes to the planet, I can't recall, and he sees, like, the statue head of him on the building. So we know he's in the universe. I wonder if he Thor goes back to that planet. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Yeah, but... his head is, like, part of the heads in the MCU. Yeah, so it's like, what if, like... On Grandmaster's to... Tower. Thank you. Took me a second. I don't know. That's an interesting point. Like, what if he trains him? Someone photoshopped Natalie Portman as Thor. She will definitely not be wearing... No. In the picture, she's wearing, like... Yeah. For everyone, the Nike Pro shorts, and then, like, the just, I guess, cut-off skirt. No, she'll be wearing pants. I guarantee no. it. This is a costume from the comic, anyway. Yeah, she'll be wearing pants. She'll show off her sweet, sweet broad shoulders. I wonder if she'll have the helmet. <laughs> like in the uh, comics. I mean, probably. of course, Thor got his cut from the MCU films just because it looks a little goofy. I bet you she will, but I don't think. I mean, her helmet is way better than Thor's original helmet, let's be honest. Yeah. Thor's original helmet is ridiculous. I feel like her, if they want to keep her a mystery of like who she is. I feel like they'll go with the helmet. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Natalie Portman wearing the helmet, like, let's be honest. It's not like she's not going to tell who she is. Yeah. 
I, I we're obviously we're all gonna know. I like Matt's idea though of her going to New Asgard, but like, what if she gets Mjolnir and goes to New Asgard with the powers, like flies there, and is like, I need to talk to Thor, but he's not there. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Go? Like, no it starts knows. a journey with. I think it starts a journey with her and Valkyrie going off to find Thor, and we find Thor doing something. Maybe with then, the Guardians. Maybe. I don't know. I think this film could do a lot. Now I'm like really excited to we're just talking about and just speculating, but I got my hopes up, but I don't know. I think it'll do a lot. I think there'll I be think, a lot of I just think it's cool that they're taking the cancer storyline. Well, that's like, like her, they are. that's like her main storyline, because the other one is like a what if comic. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of the only storyline. It is obviously yeah. MCU has gotten rid of a lot of stuff that are like main. I guess not main, but like when you think in the comics, that that's what they are. But I feel like this is, I don't know. I think they had an idea. I think Taiko. I think Taiko Atiti had this idea that he wanted to write the cancer storyline because he knew yeah. how he wanted to write it. Because he and was Marvel said, "Hmm, Thor Ragnarok was really good." Yeah, we trust you. You can do it. Well, I guess when he was making Ragnarok, he was reading the Mighty Thor comic, which is where she's introduced. Yes. So, I mean, it makes sense. If he took a lot of inspiration and, like, was kind of inspired by that comic series, I could see him wanting to transfer it into a movie and do it well. Yeah. So. I wonder... I feel like she'll continue on after the film. Yeah, it's it's a little hard for me to think this is a one-off. Because I, I know she doesn't last... I don't think she lasts too long in the comics. Uh... I know she dies, though. At some point. Let's find out. God, it's just gonna... I, she I dies of terminal else. cancer. Yeah. Sacrificing yourself because she knew the world needed the actual god of thunder. That's gonna be interesting. Cause my guess is she'll continue on for a couple movies as Lady Thor. So I'm not gonna lie, the art I'm looking at pictures of like the actual art style. I love this art style. Dude, it's so good. Like, like obviously, like, it's such a like. I'm just, I'm just looking at this. I just sent you guys a link, but like the pictures are like so. Obviously, it's a very recent comic, like 2014. Yeah. But like, there's so many cool art styles for her that I think they have a lot of. What should we call it? I think they have a lot of ways they can add into her costume or do like what she looks like. So it's not so much a copy, a copy of the original Thor, like his lightning out of the eye and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be cool. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do. What Taika do, does. Uh, do's. What he does. I, I know he's going to do it well. I trust him. Yeah, it's not like it's a new director that we don't know. Yeah, no. And if, uh, what should we call it? John Favreau is anywhere near this, it'll make a bunch of money. 
John Favreau can walk on this set and move one light and it'll make a million dollars. Because for whatever reason, he's in a movie, he directs a movie, he writes a movie, they've all done well. He has no flaws. A million dollars. It's just how it works. Literally, if you look up his IMDb, which I'm doing right now, yes, it says actor, but I bet you if you look up all his movies, there's not one bad one. Like, yes, there's some funky ones early. Like, yeah, Swingers in 1996 probably didn't do the great. Hey, 7.2 out of 10, that's pretty good. Like, obviously, but, like, recently... Like, like Mandalorian, really the big. Mandalorian, he was the a producer King. in the Lion King, so we can maybe scratch that one off. I mean, it like, made a billion dollars. It, it's true. I mean, it wasn't. It was my personal favorite. No, but I mean both. Liked it. <laughs> both Avengers, Age of Ultron was obviously part of it. Jungle Book. I mean, everyone thinks Orville's super good. He was. I think he was the executive producer for an episode. All the obviously all the Iron Man. So yeah, I mean. Now my question is: He's is he going to be in Spider Man three? Probably. Right. Like I, I wouldn't see why he was not. So, obviously, we've talked about Wandavision and how it's going to kind of open. How we're expecting the end of this. Is it going to be a mini series or is it just a series? I don't know. To be honest, I feel like it's a mini series, right? Like, I can't see them doing more than one season of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that, yeah. I, I think could, they could. I could see them doing one, like, season, and then if they want to use it to loop it back around, do another season later down the line. Yeah, I don't... It's just going to be Because I'm pretty sure both actors are fine with their roles and they're happy with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, it's just weird, because, like, suppose this whole thing's gonna lead up about Wanda being in, like, this bubble with her family and Vision back from the dead, and all this stuff. Which is really just a psychotic breakdown, let's be honest. To then, and my guess is how they're gonna end this season, or series, is going to be, at the end, Wanda's, she's taken out of the illusion, her family all disappears, her two kids and Vision, and she has nothing so what she's going to do is rip open the multiverse and get them back because she thinks they're out there somewhere. So that's when we're going to get, of course, like I said, all these wormholes pulling in people and things from other universes and realities. Like some Spider-Man, maybe some villains, Mjolnir. Like, it's insane. Because what we... So for Spider-Man 3... We got the casting of Jamie Foxx back as Electro. Mm-hmm. There's rumors that Kirsten Dunst and the dude who played Harry Osborn in The Amazing Spider-Man are going to be in a future Marvel project, reprising their roles. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> That's confirmed. Which is confirmed. And is there anything else we have confirmed for Spider-Man 3, or is it just that? I think that's just it. So Spider-Man 3 starts recording next week. It starts filming next week. Doctor Strange 2 starts filming a week or two after that. So I'm going to take a wild guess, and they're probably filming in the same general area. 
and they're probably if they're filming so close together it probably wouldn't be too hard to film both movies especially if they're connected in some way one after another so yes when you yeah when you're using either the same general city which they probably are it's not very hard to help put dr strange in makeup and tell him to get on a car and drive 10 minutes to the set walk on set do a scene because it may be one maybe two maybe the whole movie who knows i i have a feeling it's not going to be that much well he's he's going to be playing the mentor like to uh, like tony stark and nick was to to spider-man that seems weird wait 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 dr strange is going to be peter's mentor yeah that's that makes what it was no in the... oh. that makes no fucking sense but whatever i i think it makes sense if spider-man's chilling just after his identity was revealed to the world, like, hey, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. He doesn't know what to do. Then on With the news one day, no evidence, Spider-Man smile. just saved this person. And he goes, I didn't do anything. Oh, 300 IQ. I know how Doctor Strange comes in. Peter saves someone as Spider-Man. Doctor Strange changed his face so he looks like Peter. It gets on the internet. No one thinks Peter's Spider-Man. 300 IQ. Spoiler well, alert. My my guess, I, I told Matt this earlier, my guess is what's going to happen is Peter's going to be doing something, trying to save his ass, and Spider-Man's going to swing by and do something at the exact same time, and people are going to be like, wait, I thought Peter was Spider-Man. But it's like, no, that's Spider-Man. And it's either Toby or Andrew or both of them. So now I'm pushing for Toby. I'm (laughs) pushing for Toby. I want Andrew. I'm sorry. I want both of them. I want both of them. Okay. The problem is I really want Andrew because that means you might get Emma Stone back as Gwen Stacy. Oh wait, wait, wait. what if they do this? They have Toby, Miles Morales, and uh, Spider Gwen using Emma Stone's. If Emma Stone comes back, another universe. If Emma Stone comes back as Spider Gwen. Marvel can have my left nut. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Emma Stone was such a good Gwen Stacy. It was she unfair. Was. So I just had an idea. What if Andrew Garfield's Spider Man is with Peter and Spider Gwen, played by Emma Stone, <laughs> meets up with them? And Andrew Garfield Spider-Man just freaks out as like some PTSD shit. Because I mean, she's dead. Uh, yeah, she's dead, and he doesn't they're like from two different multiverses. Yeah. Then that was... I feel like we're almost replaying the uh Spider-Verse <laughs> movie in live I... action, basically, but just Tom Holland's there. I Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I, it seems like we just saw this, but at the same time, it's not with the live action characters. Mm-hmm. So the rumor that's going around right now, back to Spider-Man three overall, is that the Sinister Six is going to be in this film, and they're going to be coming after Spider-Man. But it's a multiverse Sinister Six, so. It's like Green Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, hold on. Hold on. You said Sinister Six. Okay, hold on. How many came... So, hold on. Let's start at the beginning. Who were the villains 
that were Sinister Six in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. We didn't have that. But no, we had was... Green Goblin. We had Green Goblin, Doc Sandman Ock. Sandman was there. Doc Sandman, Ock. Sandman. And Venom. Okay. Since, uh, and let's Venom... remember, Vulture was supposed to be in, in number there. four. So yeah. maybe we could just include him just because. Yeah. Okay, then, hold on. What? Andrew Garfield, we had... Goblin. Uh, yeah, Goblin was hinted. I would say it was. I mean, at the end, obviously, there was yeah. like the whole everyone. We had Goblin, I mean, Lizard, the, Electro. The original it, right? originals were, I think, Doc Ock, Vulture, Electro, Mysterio, Sandman, and Craven. Yeah, I don't yeah Craven or Green. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was one Raven. of the two. Original Sinister Six. I think they include Pink, uh, Kingpin, right? Doc, Doc Ock. Yeah. After his ten, yeah, Doc Ock, Electro, Craven, the original Mysterio, Sandman, the original Vulture. But so, I mean, there's been. So I just there's been one. There's been ten Sinister Sixes in Spider-Man history. So, so there's things- a little. Uh, I I can't. Okay, so. The most nerdiest thing is you take Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, and you take Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, and you take all those old characters back, and they're all stuck in uh, Tom Holland's universe, and you fight those different actors reprising their roles, all working together and being er, Sinister Six. I could see that. But that's a lot to throw together in less than two years under the slide. Because once you start bringing back... like. Once the thing one is, of man, the Spider-Man signs and says he's on the movie, you know the plot of the movie. Okay, listen. So Spider-Man three comes out December next year. This movie, this yeah. movie is less than a year away, or about a year away. And that's a lot of people coming back to reprise their roles, right? In less than a year and change, without anyone knowing. Like, let's be honest, like. Like, Maybe just... they have people signed and they haven't physically announced it yet. But as soon as filming starts happening, there's going to be leaks. It won't be, uh, what should I call it? The guy who plays Hulk. Oh my god, what's his name? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo flipping off the paparazzi because, you know, that was the best picture in the history of MCU. But, but like... it, as soon as leaks happen, it's going to oh, not ruin the movie because it's probably going to be a great movie. I but just it hope... seems a lot to throw together I just in less hope than a year. If they, if they film this right, we will never see any of these leaks happen. Like if they film most of the stuff on like in like Man- giant background, kind of. But like if they did in like giant um like studios, <laughs> studio spaces, it just yeah did they were, that. yeah like how they did the final battle of Endgame so that no one got that spoiled. Like everyone was back, which we kind of knew was gonna happen anyway. But like yeah, I'd say. Toby and Andrew, if they do come back, having that spoiled would suck. Yeah, that would. Like, I want them back, but I don't want it to get spoiled. I'm fine with it being rumors, but I don't want it being actually leaked (laughs) that they're back. Because, I mean, come on. If they're doing doing Multiverse Sinister Six, right? Electro's coming back. Uh, we have Mysterio, which I'm pretty sure he isn't dead. We have Scorpion. If Vulture wants to come back, which he might. We you got mean Batman? Vulture. 
yeah, Batman. Um, Green Goblin, so we got five, and then one more. Wait, wait, sorry, who did you mention? Uh, Electro. Yes. Vulture. Mm-hmm. Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Goblin. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um, I just said someone else. Blanken. Mysterio. Mysterio. And one more. I think I think Craven is a good pick. Right? Because now that Peter's revealed to the world, I feel like that gives someone the idea to hire a hunter. Yeah, it fits with the storyline, yes. Yeah, so I think that would work. It should be Paul Pardon Giamatti's me. Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. That'd Pardon be the perfect feels- Sanchez 6. I feel like that Harry Osborne from Amazing Spider-Man won't return, even though I know there's that rumor. A part of me feels like they wouldn't bring him back for Green Goblin, maybe something else. It's just interesting, because, like, say we're, we have the Sinister Six, and it's a bunch of different villains from, like, these three multiverse. How's Peter going to take on these guys if two of them have fought some of these guys before? I don't I I hope they don't do that. I don't want them to go down the path of the sinister. I don't mind the sinister 6 coming from other multiverses, but I don't want them to have three Spider-Man versus the sinister 6. I want Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man versus the sinister 6. And the reason is that I feel like at times Marvel is just very like it's like it doesn't focus enough on the main character like Spider-Man Homecoming it was like yes it's about Spider-Man but also remember Tony Stark's out there that's why I love the Raimi movies it's because it just focuses on Spider-Man there's no universe built they could just focus on this one character where as cool as it's going to be to have if saying it happens to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back a part of me feels like it takes away from Tom Holland's Spider-Man in a way. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I'd rather see him alone fight the Sinister Six and have that be the story. But I wouldn't mind a separate movie with um, like a Spider-Verse. I just don't want them to be combined. I get it. I So my thing is if they do bring Andrew and Toby into this, is they could teach Peter how to be a better Spider-Man. Or if they are in this film, when he's fighting the Sinister Six and maybe he's about to lose, they come in and save his ass. I feel like that's kind of cheap, though. Like, that's just like a... Dude, how is he going to take down six villains? He did it in the comics books. I mean, they've done it in the comic book runs true. multiple times. It'd just be weird to imagine that he's fighting. Basically, if he okay, Mysterio's in there, and that's about the only villain he's fought that would still be in there. Him and Vulture, yeah, yeah, him, Vulture, and then Scorpion, and Scorpion, yeah. So three out of the six are actually his past villains, and three of them he's never met before. There's Mm -hmm. no backstory on these villains. He's chilling through the multiverse. You know what I mean? It just seems like. I don't know. I would love the reason why I was so 
sad when they removed the Amazing Spider-Man three. Amazing, the, the Amazing Spider-Man three was supposed to happen, but obviously it didn't. Yeah, was because they teased it, and yes, it felt rushed. But they've already set up the gentleman who goes by and recruits all of them, and it made sense to eventually go that route. But then you get Tom Holland's Spider-Man, where it's like Tony gives him a suit. He's figured out how to use the suit, and then now Doctor Strange is there. See, I feel like Doctor Strange is only going to be there. And Spider-Man. Because with, what, Tony Stark in the first one, right? He was there for, what, 15 minutes out of the whole movie? Yeah, got paid like $800 million to do that. (laughs) So I could see Doctor Strange being a supporting character and not being in it too much, but helping him out when there's a multiverse problem happening, but not being there to have his back. Being like, yeah, shit's going on right now. I need to go take care of this thing that's going yeah, on. Yeah, like one, one of the villains so, through a multiverse wormhole and he goes, hmm, something's not right. Let me yeet him back into his place. So is he the mentor or not? Well, yeah, I thought you said there was some rumor. Here, let me, let me pull up. All rumors. We're all just speculating, let's be honest. So Doctor Strange was leaked today by Deadline? And then leaked by everyone. Hollywood Reporter, which everyone is now talking about. Yep, Hollywood Reporter exclusive. Uh, Where is it? He will be in the mentor role that was previously occupied by Tony Stark and Samuel L. Jackson, which Nick Fury, uh, which the role gives Holland a chance to play opposed seasoned actors, gives Peter Parker a father figure, and gives the movie extra star power. Another father figure. Yeah, it, it feels like they're just repeating themselves at that point. So my my thing that I think is going to happen, we aren't going to see him that much in it. I don't think his role is going to be as big as we thought. Because, I, I mean, Nick Fury was in the last one, but how much was he in it, really? Like 10 minutes, maybe? Yeah, right? So he they're not in a lot of the movie. They're in at least 10 minutes of the film. So, like, I'm saying, Doctor Strange can be in the movie. He can kind of give him an idea of what's going on with the multiverse thing. And being like, hey, uh, we travel back in time. Something happened with the multiverse. So, shit's going on right now. I'm trying to figure it out. You go figure out your problem while I try and get everything settled. That's perfectly fine. But I, I don't want him to be, like, the mentor that they just claimed. Yeah, so... I. I'm guessing that's what's going to happen is going to be he's going to be there to kind of tell Peter what's going on. But he's not going to be hands on with Peter. Peter's going to have to deal with the situation on his own. While he goes and takes care of this thing. Because I, I really think if another Spider-Man appears, Peter's not going to know what's going on. And he might go to Doctor Strange and be like, what's happening? Why is there another Spider-Man? Yeah, because I feel like in the comics, Peter goes to Doctor Strange a lot. I even I I think I remember in the cartoon he used to go to Strange a lot when shit was going on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what's going to happen here. Something's mm-hmm. going to start happening. He's going to not know who to turn to because Tony's dead. Nick Fury's Whoa. in space, so going to Strange, he could probably that's get some advice. Person is the person in New York, which is Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's the closest person he could talk to. So, 
you'll probably get a sense of what's going on with the multiverse and that's it. And then we'll find out more in Doctor Strange. But God, I just I can't wait because like what it starts filming next week. So we're going to get at least some leaks, some set photos from people in their apartments taking pictures. So <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man, it's going to be interesting because it's like, OK, where do they take this? I'd, I hope they just go like Spider-Verse and then Sinister Six, another movie, or at least set if they want to set it up in this in this upcoming movie, do that. But I really want to see him take him on by himself. Yeah, no, I get that, though. I do. He, I don't like the idea that, like I said before, three of them are going to be his villains, and then three of them, he, they're going to have no backstory. It just doesn't feel... But, I mean, they might not even do that. Yeah, it's just theorizing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Because, I mean, Jamie Foxx did say that his Electro is going to be different from the one we saw in well, Amazing Spider-Man. Well, he's not going to be blue. That's and that leads, I mean, that leads me to expect he's going to be somewhat different, though. It's going to be the same person playing Electro, but not the same Electro. Mm-hmm. Which I'm pretty sure is like, when it first got announced, I was like, okay, so Marvel's going to take it and go, okay, we're sorry that Fox made you blue. We're not going to make Sony. you blue. Whatever. Socks. Fox. <laughs> socks. Socks. Yeah. Socks is Socks and is uh, Sony and Fox mixed together. Who, whoever made those movies, whatever. And we're like, sorry, we're going to do it the right way. Because so- someone was saying, what if Electro, when he exploded in Amazing Spider-Man 2, like, went back together because he's just energy and built him back up differently. So he's not blue anymore, but he has more of it, like a design to him. Which I could see them also doing. I don't know. I've always loved like that green and yellow suit without like the headpiece. Obviously, I think oh, it wait, that about the headpiece puts it together. The headpiece <laughs> is awful. <laughs> if they oh. kept that like suit design with like that color scheme, that'd be fucking badass. Dude, who, has, who has a worse helmet, Thor or Electro? Electro. Electro. Terrible. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Can he show up in the movie wearing that stupid electric headpiece though? I mean, they could just pull up one division, just have him like wear it for Halloween or some bullshit like that. <laughs> or like he's going into a party and he just wears it or casually, like you know what I mean. Like, oh, I'm trying to think what's what's the movie. Okay, where it's so, like a masquerade and they wear something ridiculous. Someone photoshopped what he would look like with a green and yellow suit, and it looks pretty sick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just keep that color scheme. That. Suit's amazing. That suit right there is amazing. I love that. It's fine for me. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, does it give me, like, really awkward, like, Black Adam green suit in Injustice? A little bit, yeah, but there's no cape. (laughs) It looks fine. Like, there's... Like, the way he's... The way this is Photoshop, like, he's levitating his feet are together. It looks like a video game character, which I'm fine with as a rendering. Yeah, I the, mean, it's just a fair uh, glowing or yellow orange eyes are kind of off. As I'm looking closer to it, I'm fine with the electricity and they hand the electricity around him. I don't know how I feel about the nubs looking kind of like Bane, uh, Bane, uh, venom tubes going around him. I know they're probably metal points so he can arc it better. 
So he only has electricity arcing around him that are easier to conduct. Yeah, I know big science right now. I don't know. Please don't give him whatever that helmet is. Take that away. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I like that first one. That first yeah, no, I, I think it'd be hilarious if he... If, okay, here we go. Jamie Foxx, and obviously he has a comedic side, draws what he wants his suit to be to whatever super villain's making his suit. And the first sketch is the original one, right? Like a like a rendering of the original one. And the guy looks over, and then Jamie Foxx looks at him and says, it was just an idea. And then they do to the, the suit with no helmet. That would be a nice, comedic, John Favreau little moment right there. I think... Okay, so one, one thing with this whole Electro situation popping up and us speculating if it's going to be Amazing Spider-Man 2 Electro. I don't think it will. Is people are saying they should bring back Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. He's dead. They should bring back Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. He's dead. Like, we can't bring back dead characters. Like, with with Tobey Maguire, right? The the movies in the timeline would have happened 20 years ago. 20 plus. So, Peter's going to be old. And so is Tony McGuire, so... Yeah, so, like, all his villains are pretty much going to be dead. He's just going to be an old Spider-Man, which is going to be cool if he comes back. But Yeah. That's why I'm kind of hoping they go down the route you were talking about, where it's like they are like the mentor to Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Yeah. And they really are just like, hey, we know you've been struggling, or I don't even know how it would start, but they see him struggling being Spider-Man. They help him out. I don't don't know where to go from there, but I think that's just an interesting concept of them being like the mentors. I mean, we've seen it in Spider-Verse in a way, but seeing it in live action is different. Because, I mean, the animated Spider-Verse is doing their own thing while, obviously, the MCU is doing their own thing. So I think it works out where it's like, it could work with, like, a live-action Spider-Verse. And, I mean, supposedly, what, Toby, Andrew, and Tom were supposed to be in the animated Spider-Verse for one scene? That's what that's what the creators wanted to do. They wanted one scene with all three of them, and Sony's like, nah, it's too soon. And I'm pretty sure what happened was everyone went, it's... It's not too soon. Do it. Too, Just too do soon. it. And Kevin Feige went, do it? I'll think about it. Too too soon is a nice way to say too expensive. Right? So it's like, uh, I hope it happens. I hope we get, I feel like we've all been wanting the three of them together. I know, Matt, you just want the two of them together. But the three of no, them. No, 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 no. I want Tobey Maguire. Miles Morales and Spider Gwen. <laughs> I don't think I'm missing anyone. I really don't. So that Spider Gwen is uh, Emma Stone, yeah? Absolutely. No Sounds good choice. Sounds great. <laughs> if any, if anyone listens to this, you know what we really want? We want Emma Stone to come back and do anything in the Spider Verse at all. If she Make played anything at all, Spider Gwen, that'd be cool. As you guys were talking, the only thing I could think of was, what if uh, Tom Holland gets yeeted into uh, other spider? <laughs> he gets yeeted into the multiverse, and he shows up with old, old Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, helps him out, has 10 million questions for old Spider-Man, 
who doesn't like any of the answers, and then eventually he gets yeeted into another wormhole, shows up with Andrew Garfield, fixes his battle, asks 10 million questions, gets yeeted back into his, to where Doctor Strange is like, all right, you have to tell me everything. And then, like, <laughs> that's when we Spider-Man get Doctor yeah. Strange, too. That's when we get, yeah. That'd I can see that. Yeah, think appears like I don't know what to do, man. I'm just trying to live, and next thing I know, I'm just I'm trying like... to do my fucking math homework. That I get yeeted <laughs> into 1994. Come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, think of it. Think of Peter Parker chilling one day and gets yeeted into another multiverse, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, I'm gonna go see Doctor Strange, and he goes to the building, and the sanctum is no, not there because he doesn't exist yeah. in that universe. <laughs> and you're like, wait. What do and you then, mean? And then he gets pulled. I'm gonna go to my apartment. Universe. It's not his apartment. Oh, that'd be oh, it's so funny. Oh my gosh! Like, what? What if that's what happens? What if he gets yeeted into all these different universes? That that'd be crazy. Oh, what? If, what if Spider-Man Three ends like an end credit scene of him being pulled into like the Venom universe? If it's not connected to the MCU already. What if he gets pulled into that universe and gets stuck there? Uh, that would be a Venom Spider-Man movie, finally. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking, what if this first movie, or Spider-Man 3, it's like the team-up between the three of them, and then three different Sinister Six members from other universes come in. They fight those three, but then they, obviously, the three villains lose. But at the end of the movie, it's like the tease from Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, where it's like, setting up the Sinister Six for the next movie, and they're all coming together. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. But That'd be that'd be really cool. I don't know. I guess we gotta just wait and see. Obviously, there'll probably be some more leaks to come about Spider-Man 3. Yeah. But Big old I... speculation with a whole bunch of ideas. I like the fact that I thought of it, and I used the word yeet, and then we just taught, we constantly <laughs> used the word yeet. <laughs> Tom Holland gets yeeted into another multiverse. Don't worry about it. So, obviously, we just talked a bunch of Spider-Man, but obviously, the big multiverse movie is Doctor Strange. And there's been a couple rumors about this film that I don't believe, and I kind of hope don't happen. And I think we talked about it on the unreleased episode from last week, Will, but we'll talk about it here. Um, there's rumors that in the multiverse of madness, Doctor Strange is going to be going through different universes, tracking down, I'm guessing, Wanda, maybe, because she's going to be, like, his sidekick for, like, the secondary character in the film. And the rumor is they're going to be going through these universes, and they're going to be running into alternate versions of the Avengers, but since they don't look the same in these alternate universes, they're played by different actors. So like Tom Cruise as Iron Man and John Krasinski as Hydra Captain America. Um, God, there, there's so many more that I saw were popping up. Yeah, I didn't see that, but I, I remember hearing about it. God, it feels like forever ago. The problem is, is when you do that, you don't kill the character for future projects if that makes sense yeah like i would like if they brought in their quote-unquote second choices for whatever characters they (laughs) want 
so you don't get rid of like because John Krasinski should be Mr. Fantastic. He it's should not be that hard. Like that's my only worry. I'm like, okay, if they bring him in as Hydra Cap, I worry that that would cut him off from being Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, like you. Yeah, it's like you get rid of that character. Like obviously, you don't get rid of the character, but it'd be weird to not write it. I mean, you can obviously write it in as it's a different multiverse. But knowing Doctor Strange, it'd be for his like style of movie for future quote-unquote team-ups or future movies with Doctor Strange, it'd just be weird. Oh, so I forgot. So a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, uh, they were casting for Doctor Strange 2. And one of the characters that they were casting for seemed to be Miss America, which is this girl from the comics. I believe she's a teenager. And I think her name is America Chavez. In, in the comics, she has the power to punch holes through universes and jump through them. That seems balanced. So, there's a rumor that she is in the film and also contributing to this issue of the multiverse being opened up. Oh, yeah. Also, let's not forget... Uh... Sam Raimi is directing this. Yeah, Sam Raimi's directing directing it. So maybe Spider Man will be in this one. <laughs> maybe we'll get Andrews in Spider Man three, and we'll get Toby in this one. Or Andrew, not at all. <laughs> Damn, Matt! It seems like you don't like Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. I mean, I think the writing in the movie is awful. The fake crying's awful. But let's be honest: watching the movie without Emma Stone made it the worst movie ever. Emma Stone <laughs> saved those movies. I'm I'm trying to look up more info on Miss America. So, what is her power? Her pa- she possesses superhuman strength and durability, the power and the power to f- a flight. She can fly? Yeah, she, she has the power to kick open holes in reality. Allowing uh, her and her teammates to travel through the multiverse and into other realities. That's... 300 IQ! Scarlet uh, Witch is in a different reality. Doctor Strange begins by yoinking this 12-year-old child to kick open her reality, yoink her out, fix her. Spider-Man hits. You're welcome. 300 IQ. Can we get the podcast? I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> Holy shit. So, uh, I didn't realize how long we we're going. So basically, I guess this girl has been cast. I don't know who they cast, but I know they were holding auditions a couple months ago for her. The casting obtained, the director reveals Marvel Studios casting a Puerto Rican girl between the ages of 12 and 15. Okay, so she's going to be a kid. Which is why I said they're going to take the 12-year-old girl, have her kick open Scarlet Witch's reality. Yeah. Uh, It's just going to be so weird. I don't know what they're going to do. But I'm more excited for these films than ever now. Because we've had no Marvel news for the longest time. And now we're getting Uh, Doctor Strange's and Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Like, just Jamie Foxx is going to reprise his role as Electro. Miss America might be being cast for Doctor Strange too, like, and we're about to get WandaVision in like a month. So 
it's like it's insane like i'm just i'm ready to see what happens in wandavision and obviously this could all be bullshit like her opening the multiverse might not happen at the end of wandavision like she might just be put in some detention cell yeah also let's uh Let's uh, check the back burners for their not so subtle plan to avenge to uh to assemble the young Avengers, and we know Haley Steinfeld is in his Kate Bishop. Yep. So if you cast a twelve year old with twenty three year old Haley Steinfeld, gonna be a little weird. I mean, Miss Marvel's casting. I think she's like eighteen. Yeah. Only cast, so it's gonna be a weird. Yeah, you can't Age throw range. a twelve-year-old with eighteen, and it's good. Yeah, you have to almost throw a fifteen-year-old who looks eighteen. So like even what Cassie Lang is like seventeen, yeah. eighteen in Endgame. It's gonna be I weird, man. So I don't know. I have no idea. But how about Loki? Okay, I so Matt, we we're talking earlier, and I was like, you know, they're gonna probably tie this in the Loki. Yeah. And I've been thinking like how they could tie Deadpool. And bring him into the MCU because there's a rumored 10 plus film contract he's about to sign. Mm -hmm. What if Deadpool's in Loki? That's possible. Right? What happened at the end of Deadpool 2? In the end credit scene. He went through time and fixed the timelines. He went back. He killed himself. He killed bad Deadpool. He he did many things that I'm pretty sure a time authority would go through and probably arrest him for. Now it seems uh, like that's who arrested Loki in this new show that he's going to be in, the time authority or whatever. This this screams fucking uh DC Legends of Tomorrow the time it's not it's the time bureau that's what they're fucking called. And that was fine for an arc for a season. I can't imagine, feel like I'm rewatching it. But the I mean, Tom Hiddleston will variance authority. Oh, that sounds awful. All I know is Loki's going to have a big role, whether it be in this phase or um, in Doctor set. Strange. Yeah. All um, these MCU shows are going to set up the main movies. Yeah, which yeah. I'm That's not. The point. Yeah. When they I'm got announced, saying... I kind of wanted them to be. This uh Loki, I wanted to be its own thing. I mm. wanted uh eh, I think that's the only one I think it should have been. I knew that Hawkeye and Captain America and Falcon were gonna eventually lead into the next ones. WandaVision at the time it was released, which I think was what before Endgame? After Endgame? Before the, the the show, when's it take place? No, uh, when it was when was it like first announced? It was announced after Endgame, right? At D twenty three. Uh. Yeah, I think they announced it at D twenty three last year, which was after Endgame. Yeah, which is after. I thought it was going to be kind of like uh, not an off, but kind of, which I'm pretty sure is going to be Scarlet Witch getting over Vision. Which it's not surprising. <laughs> See, I think it's the complete opposite. I think she's gonna create her own little bubble where she has her own little world with vision and has kids and's growing up. Also, can I say I guess the dude who played Quicksilver in the Fox films is cast in the series? 
And, he was such a good. It was, was a good character. And I've been predicting that he's going to be Mephisto, which is like a villain from the Marvel comics, which ties into Doctor Strange. But if we're breaking open the multiverse, what if he's playing alternate reality Quicksilver from the X Men films? I mean, that'd be cool, but Mephisto, that sounds really interesting. Right? That sounds really interesting. It's like Mephisto's just like a devil character. He's like, sell, sell me your I soul. I mean, so it's let's like, be honest. The actor is known for being on uh, American Horror Story. I mean, that's really? his most famous, that's his most famous yeah. work. I'm pretty sure he played like a devil-like character in that show. So, I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt they do that then. Yeah, Evan Peters. So I'm looking at the cast list for WandaVision. And obviously Elizabeth Olsen is Scarlet Witch, no surprise. Paul Bettany's Vision. Uh, Kat Dennings. Yeah, which is interesting. She's going to be playing the girl from Thor, obviously. Yeah, she's uh, her poli-sci major. So I but know... it's interesting on how the hell she's going to be in this. So... I, I think I brought it up a couple months ago on the podcast. I don't remember when, but I feel like I have that there was. Whenever there, we talked about Ant Man, that there was a leak about Wandavision, and that Cat Denning's character will be appearing in Wandavision as like in the beginning of the show when Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Wanda is brought to whatever area. Or whatever facility they're going to be at. And I guess Kat Dennings got snapped. So she disappeared but her boyfriend stayed. And he had cancer. And he died during the blip. Uh So she comes back and her boyfriend's dead. So this is kind of a facility for people who have lost people. During the blip. Which I guess would make sense with Wanda losing vision. And maybe them being given their own places to stay in which they can experience and kind of live with these people. So I guess that might be why she's there or just because she's a scientist. <laughs> was she a scientist they, or was she they, just an assistant? She was a poli-sci major. I'm reading the idea is SWORD, which stands for... Yeah. Uh, Sentient World Observation Response Department. The idea is we're still we're right most likely on the Scarlet Witch making a altered reality, but not all of altered reality. It's almost like a bubble on the town she's in. Yeah, and I and Cat Dennis is probably just a scientist tasked with going down there. But it's weird because they have guests as they have two guests as neighbors, and but they have someone as a quote unquote noisy as, as a nosy neighbor. That's cast as a main yeah. role. Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Yeah. But then they have so Deborah Jo Rupp and Fred Melamed as neighbors. Which seems weird. Obviously, Randall Park as Jimmy Woo is going to be great because yeah, it, it, it probably won't be as good because Paul Rudd won't be playing Ant-Man. Yeah. But so Catherine Hahn is supposedly playing the villain of the show. And she's going to be the evil witch. That kind of tricks Wanda, I'm pretty sure. Agnes. 
Marvel. Okay, Agnes is Wanda Maximoff's. Where is it? Yeah, it's her nosy neighbor. And in the comics, she is a witch. A straight up witch that. Yeah, Agnes. Jacks with shit. Because witches. Because witches are bad. I'm like, I, I know people were talking about her. Oh, no, it's like Agatha, I think. It's, it's okay, she's going to be the bad person, which makes sense. Yeah, she's going to be the villain. So, so ha- once someone says her name, the next episode, everyone's going to know who she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agatha Harkness is a fictional, of course. She's a powerful witch in the Marvel comics. She's one of the original witches from the Salem Witch Trials, which would be interesting. <laughs> nice. Solid. Like it. But yeah, she mentored Wanda in the comics. And yeah, she was eventually killed by Wanda in the comics after she went insane. So Because Wanda is OP. So that's why I think they're going to have a fight at the end of this season or series, and that's when everything's going to break loose. Wanda's going to finally do what she should have done in Endgame and fucking <laughs> eat all of uh, Thanos' army into another dimension. Because <laughs> she's OP. I'm just excited for what they're going to do with Wanda. Because obviously she'll be at her full power in Doctor Strange. But we what, assume. whatever she does in WandaVision and Doctor Strange, I'm pretty sure is going to have a huge effect on the future of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. of the multiverse thing. It's like, what's going to happen? That That's the big that's the big question. Like, is she going to make the mutants? I don't know. It, it would but... make sense that she would. Right? So... It would make sense that she... Not shattering the multiverse, but jostling the multiverse would change the reality they are currently in to include all the stuff they just got, which are X-Men, all the other 10 million things they got from. I still think Deadpool will fall through one of the portals and just end up in the MCU and have to stay there for the rest of eternity. Dude, I would pay good. I told. I'm saying this. I've probably said to you guys a million times. I would like Deadpool. I don't care what movie he's in, but I'd like him to go off by swearing. But it's all the PG-13 variants that you get, like watching it on TV. <laughs> and I'm talking like go off, and then just have all the. Because I think it'd be hilarious. And then at the end, just stare at the camera and say, "I'm not in Kansas anymore." Millions of dollars. <laughs> Millions of dollars. Please. Millions of dollars. Oh my god, I love that idea. (laughs) That's how they need to introduce Deadpool. He doesn't need to like go and have any major roles, but that should be the first introduction that MCU gets to Deadpool. Because I think it'll make all the people who enjoyed the goriness and the swearing and the fanboys happy that he had his moment and now he's part of a bigger picture. But at the same time, know that he wanted to uh, obviously be his normal movies, not his PG-13 movies. Okay, I, I'm stealing this idea because I heard it somewhere. But someone someone said, what if Deadpool, the first movie in the MCU of Deadpool, 
is like Lion King one and a half, <laughs> where it's Deadpool in the background of all these major Marvel films like the Avengers and Age of Ultron, just chilling, eating a hot dog, like going on little adventures while these major battles are happening. Pretty awesome. <laughs> right? It's so cool. I'd be down for that. That'd be actually pretty funny. That could just be a that that could just be a Disney Plus show if they wanted. To. Yeah, I'd be I'd watch that. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. I would also like for whatever if Deadpool doesn't have that happen. I would also like for him to like obviously be PG thirteen, but then you know how every Marvel movie gets that one swear word most of the time. I mean, and then every Marvel movie it. has normal swears. Yeah, but like most of them don't like explicitly go over. Like if they have like you know how you can have like one extremely bad word and that's all you, you get have, kind of. You can have one f- fuck. Yeah, I would like for Ryan Reynolds Deadpool to say that, look directly at the camera and say, "Ha, I finally got one," and then go into like a battle scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is a funny thing or go off like how I said that he was going off, and then have one slip in and then stop, look at the camera and say, "Hey." nice editing you know what i mean like just not almost make fun but have a little more like real life into it that'd be that'd be great i i think that's the big thing how, how do they play deadpool in the mcu because i think he'll just be pg-13 but he'll be that borderline pg-13 or like they get a really risky of- with their yeah. jokes yeah. like they get really risky but never over the line so, like, to so, whatever line that, was it, the M- MPAA? Yeah. So, like, whatever line they, they tell them not to cross. Yeah, they're going to send a soft copy and be like, here's what we wrote. What lines do we absolutely have to get rid of to make? Like, watch it. What do you think it's rated? And whatever things absolutely made it rated art, we'll cut it and we'll redo it and we'll send you back what it's supposed to look like. Well, the thing is, like, Ryan Reynolds works in PG-13. He does worked perfectly fine so deadpool can work perfectly fine pg-13 i just think they need to play into the beeps and the swearing so like if he tries to say fuck and like a car goes by or a car alarm goes off so you never hear him say it i mean look look in the spider-man movies the deadpool swearing the blood and gore is a little bit different they can get away with it. They they just can't do blood. Yeah. At least not massive blood. But they can do yeah. they can do like minimum. I mean if like he's cutting up aliens or robots or something, it's gonna be no big deal. It's just if it's people. Yeah. And I mean look, Deadpool once upon a Deadpool, they just got rid of all the excessive blood and it was fine. It was PG thirteen. So it can work. It's just the comedy has to line up with PG-13. It can't be ad-libbed in jokes after the fact like they did with Once Upon a Deadpool. Yeah. That that That's my only thing. The, the, the comedy has to be written in with the PG-13. It can't just be added on later because it doesn't flow well. That's my complaint. But I trust Ryan Reynolds and he would do it well. And Kevin Feige obviously has a plan. So, yep, he is the man with the plan. Just put John Favreau on and he'll make it fine. 
throw some Josh Gad in there while you're at it. Josh Gad? We said it. Josh Gad? Josh Gad in the title? Josh Gad in the title. What's going to happen is we're going to start doing YouTube videos and in the background be like, Josh Gad? (laughs) It's going to be like, all right, everyone ready? And three, two, Josh Gad. Okay, one one final question. What MC not MCU character, what Marvel character from one of the other Marvel films that have existed would you want to see crossover into the MCU during Doctor Strange? Well, okay, wait, wait. I want to see this Loki, Wanda or Wanda and Doctor Strange team up that I posted in the chat. Yes. Because yeah. this shit looks badass. And I think that's kind of what they're going to do because you don't just set up Loki with a TV series just for yep. him to have a, his own series. He's going to come into Doctor Strange somehow and I think oh, definitely. This, I think this team up is definitely going to happen. Honestly, I like this new Loki design that they're going with like this cool like fur jacket with like they, just the front horns like the Ragnarok design for the headpiece. Yeah. It just looks cool. It does. Wait, what was your question? I, I was saying, what character from another past, Marvel movie would you like to see? Marvel pop movies in you want to have in Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange. In the so like As any like, X Men film or Spider Man film. Any character, I'm taking 1977 Spider Man. Um, <laughs> Japanese Spider Man. Oh man, who? That's tough. I Will, would bring have... in Wolverine. Wolverine, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Yep, Jackman, Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Wolverine. That's, it, that's a good one. Hold on, I gotta that's look like, this up now. That's the one that like screams out to you, right? Like, I think mean, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to just see him fight alongside Doctor Strange and Wanda for one movie. See, the problem is, is a lot of the people I want won't fit into what they will do after what, Doctor Daredevil? Strange. Yeah, like I would like Daredevil would be cool. Uh, Emma Stone would be awesome, but she would not fit into anywhere in Spider Man in this arc because she looks way too old for Tom Holland, which is not the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, no. Uh, I would like uh Magneto and Professor X from the original to come back. That'd be pretty cool if they were a little side oh, character. That'd be so cool. He strolls in the multiverse and they're playing chess like in the park. That'd be pretty awesome. I like the original Storm. I think she's great. Original Beast would be cool. Like I like the X Men characters as characters. I just didn't the writing the the writing and the stories work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did I ever bring up that I guess the original Professor X was in talks or talked to Kevin Feige last year? Or Patrick Stewart? Yeah. He talked to Kevin Feige last year. He was at the Marvel Studios offices. Noise, noise. So that's what I'm like. Is he gonna be in Doctor Strange too for like a quick cameo or something? Like that'd be cool. But it's like it'll just be interesting to see what we get in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness because we can One get thing anything. That's good though is if they're just quote unquote background or like how we were talking about uh like quick that- cameos. Like, yeah, not but like, everyone needs to be a supporting character. No, but I'm talking about like how they can almost be a background piece, like uh, either in Thor Ragnarok, like the fake Infinity Gauntlet glove, the Tesseracts, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's pretty easy for someone to come to your house, film you 
doing whatever and just have that in the background as Doctor Strange, quote-unquote, surfing through the multiverse. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty easy to do that during quarantine, I would assume. You just need a green screen and three guys, probably. But yeah, there's like a lot of, like, as soon as you ask that question, there's a lot of names that, like, jump out at you. Like, Nicholas I, I Cage's I... Ghost Rider. Oh my god, no more Nick Cage Ghost Rider. Yo, that'd be tight. No. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be so cool. Let let that live in the pit of despair that in which it belongs. What are you talking about? That's a legendary film right there. Ghost Rider no. with Nicholas Cage. Oh, no more Nick Cage. Let him retire in peace. No, he's not retiring. He's just doing a bunch of indie films. Let him go to the indie scene and never come back to be seen again. <laughs> Leave uh, Nicolas Cage alone. Definitely not the original Hulk. I did not like him at all. Mostly you don't like Lou Ferrigno? No, I'm talking about the middle one. I want Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno hulking up in a side thing. It's, I'm pretty sure they already own that film. They can just have that there. I would <laughs> like them to pull a CW uh, multiverse and just show all the old Marvel movies in different shirts. I just want him to show up in Doctor Strange. Just Lou Ferrigno. Old Lou Ferrigno painted green. I also want Lou Ferrigno to be in a coffee shop just hanging out as like Doctor Strange goes and gets coffee in full like cape and outfit. <laughs> and look over and goes nice digs and then just Doctor Strange just gets the coffee and walks off. <laughs> Uh, Matt, after your research, have you made a conclusion? No, I I'll take Ghost Rider. Fuck it. <laughs> Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider. I mean, I can't. I mean, Wolverine. I guess. I mean, I can't think of anyone that's like amazing that, or I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot of people who jump off the page that you would like to see, but that's like after that, you're kind of like, okay. The fan four stick grew. Oh, you know who I want? I want Anna Paquin as Rogue. That's who I want. Anna. He played Rogue, right? Hold on, did she? Hold on. X Men. Ro who played Rogue in the original? I think you're right. Anna yeah. Paquin, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's who I want because Rogue is by far the coolest X lady. She just comes in, steals Captain Marvel's powers, and leaves. Yerp. <laughs> hey, what's going on? I'm just gonna cool. See you later. That'd be funny. <laughs> hey, you're a little bit too overpowered. Let me just take some of that Tesseract power. Okay, I got it. I'm out of here. And Back you know to and, and, and you know what sound effect I need to put behind that? <laughs> they make the slurp noises as you get to the bottom of a thing. Yeah, Rogue would be awesome. Uh... Let's Magneto. throw in Jennifer Lawrence's uh, Mystique. Let's just throw in all these old people and decide. Again, I, I, I don't see people having any audio lines, but being in the background would make the most sense. I think Miles would be really cool, though. If they could somehow get Miles into Spider-Man 3 or Doctor Strange, that'd be cool. That would blow up the internet, by the way. Like yeah, I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine Tom Holland Spider Man with Tobey Maguire, Gwen Stacy, and <laughs> Miles Morales. Andrew Garfield? No, no, 
Spider Gwen played by Emma Stone. It's a whole it's a whole sentence. And boom, we, we got ourselves an amazing movie. You add Andrew Garfield and uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> it makes Andrew it Garfield top has a completely movie. different role. Uh, God, I can't, I can't wait. And what Spider Man's next December? Doctor Strange so is twenty. Is it November twenty twenty two? Yeah, I think so. Or is it twenty? No, twenty twenty three is the Shang Chi and the Temple of Ten Thousand People. No, Shang Chi is in July. Am I off? Shang Chi is coming out this July. 2021. Phase 4. Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. July 2021. Why did I think it was so far away? Wait, wait. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is coming out March 25th, 2022. Yeah, it's the last one. Thor Mm -hmm. 4 is coming out February 11th, 2022. Yep. Oh, Charles is going to be an awful movie. Right? Uh, I don't know. Or do all these again? It's so easy. Thor: Love and Thunder. You get the multiverse. They don't ask about it. At the end of the movie, Doctor Strange says, "Don't touch that." Too late. <laughs> and then Spider-Man gets into the multiverse. This is the easiest writing I've ever done in my life. Except the Eternals and the Shang Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. I know nothing about, but I know Eternals is going to be either really good or awful. I think I think the coolest thing though is that we're we're seeing that there's some sort of multiverse arc happening in the next couple films that we're gonna get. Phase four. So, so like instead of having multiverse one, two, three, like all like Avengers films, it's going to be WandaVision, Spider Man, Thor, Doctor Strange, in that order. And they're they're all starring different characters. But they all cross over into each other just a little bit. So I'm not going to be surprised if Doctor Strange shows up again in Thor Love and Thunder. If not just for end credit scene. Yeah. But should, should we, you know, we should probably wrap it up. Uh, oh, hey. Speaking of wrapping things up, if you're cold, you should go to teespring.com slash George teammate dash bit. Buy a hoodie. Buy a Halloween hoodie. Available now. We have Halloween hoodies? Not yet. It's about to be available tonight. Really? Buy a Halloween hoodie. Buy a hoodie. Buy a mug. Buy your pet hoodie. Yeah, buy your pet a hoodie. Buy a sticker. Buy Will's idea because it's ten out of ten. My personal favorite is the fact that the sticker, I believe, has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people on it. There's only seven people in Team Eight Bit, and only Vinny and I believe Joey actually have drawing. No, Matt's in there too. No one else. <laughs> <laughs> no one. No one else gets any any pictures. It's called when you draw something in a minute and then you throw it on the Teespring yeah. because of Vinny. Actually, because of me, uh, yeah, Vinny said, "Yeah, you should do it." I thought we should add more color, which we did, but I still scrolled down. And other than like random things being black and wh- other than random things being blue or purple or green, everything's just black and white. Hell yeah! Will, I've wanna... been Will. <laughs> I will plug my stuff because it seems like I'm half asleep. I am Will. You should go to YouTube.com/slash/teammate-bit.
I'd say you can follow our Twitter on Twitter, but we don't have one, I don't think. I believe our Instagram is team eight underscore bit, all lowercase. And fun fact, because last week we didn't release that episode for whatever reason. I now have an Instagram. It's Will underscore team eight bit all lowercase. I have one picture and thirty three <laughs> follows. Let's try to get to thirty four by next week. So the the eight bit also does have a Twitter at team eight dash bit on Twitter. Oh, is it like team eight dash bit like teespring.com slash or team eight dash bit? It's the same as the Instagram handle. That's so, underscore. Is it? Is it underscore? So it's yes. team eight underscore bit. Pretty sure. On Twitter. On, on Twitter. Twitter. On Twitter. Got it. Uh you can go follow my shit over on YouTube at Joey Blue Jay. Because I'm no longer Blue Jay Gaming. Because what, what's gaming? I don't even know what that is. Uh, go check out the series I'm doing where I revisit old films with my friends, like Matt and Will. Uh, we are right now doing oh, the Spider-Man films. I have not films. been invited. I, 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 you'll be no. in soon. Okay. We just finished the Spider-Man films. So ah. those will be coming up very, very soon. Uh, and let me know on my YouTube channel what movies you guys want us to watch next, because we are down for anything. We are taking suggestions. Uh, you could also go follow me on Instagram at Joey Blue Jay uh, to see what art I am posting, and I also post on my stories new movie news every day. So if you want to stay up to date on movie news, go follow Joey Blue Jay on Instagram. Okay, and for me, to start off, I'm just going to say, me and Joey will be doing a Spider-Man tier list on his channel. I'm making him do a tier list because he said some blasphemy the other day that I cannot <laughs> believe came out of his mouth. So, Joey, you are doing a tier list, and I will be there to monitor. Um, for, for my channel, you can find me over on YouTube at MixMat and on Twitter at 4DG underscore TV. Spider-Man 3 is not as good as Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Okay, guys, we will see you next week for another episode of the Yes Perfect Podcast. Stay sexy. Woo! I think Alex is going to be on next week, so oh, that's God. a positive sight, right? Someone else! <laughs> <laughs>